0: to That Mom Life. I am joined today by Amy Boyd, the spokesperson for the Kentucky Derby Festival and a friend of mine now for, well... 11 years at least I think that's when I did I meet you when I was a derby princess
1: yes I think that's when we met when you were a when you were a princess
0: yeah there's always a derby festival connection that's how this city works and I hope people meet each other that way I mean when I was a derby princess I feel like the KDF people were who, the ones that I got very close to very fast and then I started working with you guys more professionally and now on the flip side I'm on the Kentucky Derby Festival board so it's like I've gone from like barely knowing you guys to knowing you as much as I possibly can <laughs>
1: Yes. Now, now you're really involved. Care- careful what you wish for, right?
0: <laughs> I know. Which, yeah. by the way, I should let people know that like this is happening, obviously, um, quarantine style. I'm sitting on my couch right now and my baby is laying on me, which I don't usually podcast with my baby on me, but I wanted her to take a nap. But now instead, she's just going to stare at me. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm locked away quietly in my bedroom right now. And hopefully my children are doing what I told them, which probably they are not, but I'm hoping they are.
0: <laughs> I know. Isn't it weird now that like in your house, you try to find those like little secret places away from people. Like mine is usually my studio, which is under the stairs. Um, but it's like you have to get some work done and you try to tell them what to do and you want them to just go quietly read a book or play quietly outside and get along with each other. But that's certainly not what
1: happens. <laughs> yes. no. And they like to walk in in the middle of meetings and Mom, I need this. Mom, I need that. Um, and it's, it's hard. It's been interesting trying to, uh, juggle my work role and being my mom role and now teacher role all at the same time at home. Um, so it's been interesting. I'm thankful for the time I'm getting to spend with them and see them because this time of year I usually spend a whole month in Louisville with Derby Festival events and I'm not usually at home. So, so I really am in, enjoying that time with them I also appreciate teachers um I appreciate them before but I so much I have so much more appreciation now after trying to help teach my kids and have now uh, at, over the past month been fired a few times by my children
0: the thing is though is that like we're used to working from or wor- being a full-time working parent of course but we're not used to doing them at the same time right, right um right. And that piece is for sure the most challenging in like trying to figure it out. And I'm just so thankful to the teachers that are like, listen, I know you're not a teacher. I'm not asking you to be a teacher. I'm asking you to like give two hours a day or make them read or get this assignment done this week. And it's, it's, it is a learning curve. That is for sure.
1: Yes. the Teachers have now become my counselors. And it's like, listen, if you can't get to today, it's okay. Just, you know, you're going to have good days and bad days just, do, do the best
0: that you can. Well, the other thing that I've, um, I feel like this is done is everyone's on zoom calls or they're on Google Hangouts or they're FaceTiming each other or they're in group chats. And it's like you, there are no like curtains to hide behind anymore. Like ev- your coworkers are now in your house with you.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Unless you can find some pretty zoom background to make your house all of a sudden look cool and hide you know, the dirty dishes or the dirty laundry with the zoom background. Um, I've learned those are good for those, for those things too.
0: Well, that's what's funny is that um, some of my coworkers have noticed. They're like, are you sitting, where are you? And I'm like, I'm sitting on my closet floor, like my bedroom closet. So they can see my dirty laundry. They can see <laughs> like literally my dirty laundry. They can see my clothes hanging up. They're like, why are you sitting in there? And I'm like, because I'm hiding from my kids. I have a little bench in here and <laughs> and it's good lighting.
1: Yeah, and it's, you know, it, you, whatever you can do to make it work. I mean, I think everybody is just trying to do the best job that they can in juggling everything. Um, and for us with Derby Festival, it, it's been really neat to see how much people are missing us. We know we miss what we do this time every year, but it means a lot to see that everybody else is missing us too, and to see people filling up social media with all their memories and all their pictures and, you know, wish we were at the balloon events right now. I wish we were at Thunder and, and seeing all that. So it's great it's great to see that. Um, obviously everybody's hearts are breaking because we can't be together and we can't do those things right now. But hopefully we're gonna get to do them again someday soon.
0: I don't think most people realize how small of a staff you actually have. So the, the Kentucky Derby Festival has its staff members, but then the majority is volunteers. So how many staff members are there?
1: So we have 23 on staff. Um, working on 70 plus events. And so we couldn't do that all on our own. So we have a volunteer base uh, that helps us uh, that's about 4,000 strong. And that includes our our board, which is made up of seventy five board members and all those like yourself are volunteers and we really could not put our events on with all, without that extra manpower.
0: Like last Saturday I well I was putting up social media and stuff for the radio stations and we were it was there were so many of us that were like this would have been the perfect Thunder Day and it was a very like bittersweet acknowledgement of this is not what we're normally doing. I mean, I've been, I've been wearing sweatpants, my day sweats and my night sweats and a time when I'm usually like transferring in and out of a pink blazer with Pegasus on it to a evening gown, to a derby hat, to high heels, evening wear. I mean, this is an April and may unlike any other.
1: Yes, it is. And, and, and I'm even wondering, you know, what am I going to wear today? I'm used to wearing like KDF logo wear every day, you know, a different outfit for each event from, going from morning shows to the events at night and, you know, doing, like you said, a few different costume changes. And now you're kind of walking around lost. Like, what day is it? You know, I, I'm, I know I'm supposed to be somewhere. Why am I not in an event? And and there are, you know, everybody shed, shedding tears. It's, it's a very emotional time, I think, just for, for all of us as we're going through this together. Um, but it's, uh, it's it's very surreal to, to be here, you um, and try and to navigate all of it Because there are so many unknowns
0: I think that it, it is the Definitely the hardest part about it We are so defined by the Derby And the Derby Festival And this time of year That is like the one thing Everybody tells Everybody they know from out of town Is like oh We have Thunder over Louisville We do Steamboat races We have the Great Balloon races It all leads up to this Two minute horse race Everyone goes to the track We get all fancy It's internationally known And for to, to take away the thing That we're known the most for It is a I didn't realize how emotional it would be for me. I mean, clearly, I'm tied to it through my job and through the board for KDF and everything. But I mean, just as a community member, you don't realize until it's gone of, wow, that really guides us all.
1: Right. I mean, it would be like taking Christmas away or, or something like that. And then it, it's hard. You know, you have that, that mark on your timeline each year. And all of a sudden, it's like, wait, wait, May is next week? where did April go? And and it's hard to kind of get your arms around that. And, and you know, how does the rest of the year look like when, when we haven't had Derby yet? And, and it, um, it's an interesting perspective. When we were watching thunder from home last week, my son was like, mommy, why aren't you there? And it's like, well, it, you know, we can't, and it's hard with kids explaining to them what's going on and the social distancing. And I think, it was heartbreaking for me when they announced, you know, school's not going to be going back. And I have a fifth grader who will not see some of his classmates when he goes on to sixth grade and he is heartbroken about it. And that was some hard news for me to tell him. And I think that's made it even more emotional having young kids and, and trying to explain to them what's going on and why we can't see their grandparents and their cousins and have to, um, have to keep our distance, and and hopefully, you know, it seems like it's helping, it's flattening the curve, and we're doing what we're supposed to, which is great. We have great leaders who are helping us do that, Um, but it's it's an emotional time. I think it's made us all appreciate those things that we've taken for granted.
0: So, how old are your kids?
1: So, I have a 10-year-old and a Uh, 7-year-old. A 10-year-old boy and a
0: 7-year-old girl. I mean, my son will be 7 in August. I feel like he's dealing with it in a much different... (coughs) in a much different way, um, because he's so little. I mean, it's mostly just a, why can't I be around my friends? Um, He doesn't fully grasp everything else, whereas I'm sure your 10-year-old is grasping a lot more of what's going on in the world than the 7-year-old is.
1: Yes, the 7-year-old is is just not wanting to do her homework. That's our biggest struggle right now with with the 7-year-old. She's the one that's fired me
0: from being our teacher. <laughs> so I mean, I feel like like you said with what your teacher said, I feel like some days there's really good ones and then other days it's like, um, what is happening right now? Yeah. It is super challenging to just sit still or this is all I need you to do or I just need 20 minutes or no you can't watch more videos or play any more video games. I mean, every day is just one of those. And then it rains and you're like, seriously, at least give me outside. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes, and and I'm one of those people like I'm a Pinterest person. I follow Pinterest. I look for ideas for other moms. I got the dry erase board out. I made a schedule for us. You know, we're going to do this every day. Here's the time, and and here's when we'll do homework. Here's when mommy's going to work. And I think that maybe worked part of the first day, <laughs> and then it was just go from the flow after that. Oh, after that.
0: You know what? I think when everyone first realized this is what we were going to have to do, I saw all these things on Pinterest. I'm sorry. My baby is like yelling in the background right now. Um, there were all these people making these schedules about like, we're going to do this and we're going to do this. This will help you. And then it's like when you're actually in it or all of a sudden you have a meeting scheduled. So how are you going to do your meeting? And then you get your kids on both of their Zoom calls at the same time on different yeah. devices. I mean, it is definitely, I mean, as of right now, I'm like literally doing a podcast and my five month old is lying next to me, <laughs> chattering at me. This is clearly not my normal work situation. <laughs> she just
1: wants to be part of the podcast.
0: <laughs> she is probably going to follow in her mom's footsteps because she is a very, very chatty little baby. <sighs> And I just hope that she's coming across in the background and not taking over. She is a very chatty little thing. But I will say, like you said, the silver lining of being home with your family. I I had my maternity leave. I was back to work for just shy of two months. And then... I've been back home again almost the length of my first entire maternity leave. I almost feel like I'm getting like a second maternity leave with her, which yeah. is super weird because I was dreading even though as much as I loved derby season, I was like, "Oh my gosh, my I'm going to have to be away from her so much during that month and those two weeks." And it's like I'm thankful for that time back, just not for the reason why.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I think everybody has a has a deeper appreciation just for Things that maybe we've been missing out on and, you know, with all the hustle and bustle of life and everything moving so fast, you're like, wait, you know, I've been missing all this. Uh, We um, cook, you know, obviously everybody's cooking and eating at home more. You know, there's dinners around a dinner table. Um, We're cooking together and my kids are helping me cook. We're cooking a lot of baked goods. So elastic yoga pants are really good in quarantine. But it's, but it's been fun just to be around them. I think it's just trying to find that schedule. And I'm not sure that there is one when you're trying to schedule meetings around school and work and, you know, and things are happening at different times. And you just kind of go with the flow. Sometimes school doesn't happen till
0: after dinner. You know what? That's the thing that I've been trying to keep it on a schedule. And I'm very lucky that I have my parents actually here that live with us. We all live together in a multi-generational home. <laughs> My mom is a teacher. I'm the principal. So it's like, I have to step in as a disciplinarian or something. If while I'm like on a meeting or I'm the one communicating with all the teachers, making sure we're on schedule. So I do, I'm thankful to have that help. But my mom and I, like, even though we try to have a set schedule, sometimes it's like, um, something comes up or it's like the weather is so nice right now and it's supposed to rain later. We're just going to have to change things up. And this is what we're going to have to do. I mean, it is just an ever changing every single day type of situation. And especially. As we know that we're going to be doing this throughout May. So you're in E-Town, aren't you?
1: Yes. yes. So I I work in Louisville, but I do. I live in E-Town and and that's where all my family is.
0: So when does the school year end for E-Town?
1: So we're getting out. um, We're with the Hardin County school system. So May 15th is our last day. So we only have three more weeks of school Um, and then they'll be out of school for the year. My parents have a farm here, which is great. They have horses. We have cows. Just had a new calf. So there's, there's lots of places that have can run around. But we haven't been able to go over there as often. And the, their grandfather has already told all of his uh, children that the grand- once this is over, it doesn't mean the grandchildren can come and live with them for three months.
0: yeah it's still same rules apply that doesn't mean they you suddenly get to run away I told my husband I literally wanted to just like go for a walk and like go for a walk without a baby strapped to me or without the kids like just walking as adults and have a picnic literally like that's my new idea of a date night yeah um and I'm okay with that yeah right
1: just you know little things like that that you can keep you know some somewhat normal But no, my my dad has already told us, you know, you can't just drop the kids off for the whole summer (laughs) when this is over. You know, it's, you get, it's easy to get a little bit of cabin fever, you know, when, especially when it's raining or you can't go outside. I think being able to go outside helps a lot just to get some sunshine and be able to walk around the neighborhood. There's still so much that we can do even when we're social distancing. And that's some of the focus for us at the Derby Festival while we can't have all these events that bring crowds of people together, we're doing uh, our festival at home. We've put together this whole area on our website that's family-friendly with activities to do with your kids, with your family, um, surrounding some of your favorite Derby Festival events. So, So you can keep some of that festival fun going on, even though we can't, get together. We can still do all this together.
0: I like that because you have you have as a fun Zoom backgrounds. I saw that you've got a lot of different coloring pages. You've got some crafts up there. Um, there's a lot of like really cute things up there. Festival at home. I was eyeing that just a couple days ago and showing people because I'm like, I wanted to make the little like hot air balloon craft just because I could see my daughter putting like Barbies in the hot air balloon with the balloon and the pipe cleaners. I mean, that does obviously bring up a very big elephant in the room is that I know that we have rescheduled dates now for Thunder and the marathon and several other events, but are you guys just moving all ahead full right now?
1: Well, you know, we are, we have been continuing to move forward planning. We've actually got all majority of the events rescheduled to the August, September timeframe. Now they, they may not happen in the same order that they traditionally have, but we have been able to work with all of our partners and our sponsors and, and folks in the city to get those rescheduled. But we know um, we have to be cautiously optimistic about it and and really continue to watch the developments to see what happens. Um, our goal is that we still have a Derby Festival and that we're still here for the community. Once we get to the other side of, of all this that we're dealing with, with COVID-19, uh, and we've got to follow um, What the mayor says and what the governor says and public health and safety has to come first. And so that will always be our top priority. But we as a staff are continuing to move forward and meeting every day and have rescheduled events. We've actually reached out to most of our ticket holders and participants for a big uh, majority of our events already um, just to let them know we we do have a new date. Here's what we're planning. And we're remaining cautiously optimistic that we're going to be able to do this. But again, it all is based on you know, what's, what the restrictions are at that time. And, and we're also looking at options of how do we have social distancing at our events? What are the other things that we um, can add to help in those efforts and the public health and safety efforts? So we're looking at all those options and constantly uh, communicating with the mayor's office, the governor's office, and all of our partners just to make sure we're on point with them. And then if we have to make changes again, um, to the dates or make any other changes, then then we're going to let everybody know. Right now, we're just kind of moving forward until we find out that we are not able to.
0: Sorry, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> See, I'm glad I know you better, so you don't like if you were somebody that I didn't know, and I'd be like, "Excuse me, let me go yell at my children. I'll be right back."
1: Oh my gosh, I do. I mean, that's what I do all day. I can't imagine the faces sometimes I'm making and the staff calls I'm on. When my kids like they want to come in when I'm having a meeting and I'm like waving my arms and like the the hand across the throat like stop and they just like keep going I'm like, going. I'm, like get
0: out well, of that's, my my kids my kids literally hear me talking they see a microphone in my hand right now and they're literally coming and just getting on top of me and like the baby obviously doesn't know but I mean like. In general, I'm like, how, why are you doing this? You clearly know that I'm doing something. Right,
1: right, right.
0: Um, and I know yeah, it's hard it, for them and I know they need my attention, but like at the same time, like they, they also are old enough to understand, like, I'm working.
1: They're both hard. Like, my 10 year old thinks he doesn't have to listen to me, and the seven year old just refuses. <laughs> She's like, I'm like, when are you going to do your homework? Never. i've gotten to where i'm like okay i'm not gonna fight you right now i'm gonna go do something else and i'll come back to it
0: um well and you know what that's one of the things that the teachers said to me too they're like make sure if they're having issues that give them a break like just give them a brain break let them go run around for 20 minutes and then make them come back um yeah which is hard for me because i'm like um but if i give them 20 minutes what if they don't want to come back
1: Right, right. And they're home, so they don't think they have to do anything. And our first couple weeks of NTI, we started right away um, in the middle of March in Hardin County. And it was like full day classwork. And, and so they adjusted it after a few weeks just to make it more reasonable for students and working parents, but also to not make it too challenging or too stressful for everybody. Because, you know, we all have enough stress just dealing with, what we've got to deal with right now um
0: I had a couple of really good days this week and kind of and I I think the only thing that made them really stand out was I was happy that I heard some good news um whether that was I heard that U of L had found a treatment that seemed to work that they were trying to get the FDA approval from that obviously gave me hope or even just some small businesses starting to open. I was like, okay, there's something, I mean, or it was something as small as like my husband ordered me a new baby carrier so that I can more easily wear the baby around the house and out on the land. And I'm like, (laughs) that's all I need to make it a good day now.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. Any, any sign of hope or positive, and I think that's where, uh, from the Derby Festival side, we wanted to give people something so that it still felt a little bit like a festival, even though we couldn't get together. Um, and that's what everybody, I think, needs just just those something positive and happy. We we know um, things are going to be different. We're going to have a new normal for a long time. And but what are some things that have always brought us together that we can count on that make us smile and and how do we, you know, enjoy those now and, and make sure they're still present? And we've trying to do that at the Derby Festival. And I'm learning as a parent to try and do more of that, too. I mean, I was one of those people who considered putting my Christmas lights back up <laughs> to just help, you know, spread some positivity um, while we're all going through this.
0: Honestly, I don't blame you whatsoever. I I thought about it too. If I didn't have a baby, I think it's a lot different. Like if this was quarantine last year with the older kids. And I mean, when I say older, I mean, I've got an almost seven, almost five-year-old. So they're older. I mean, they're clearly far older than the baby. But the baby, um yeah. <laughs> we've been calling her the emotional support baby <laughs> Just because it's like, when in doubt, whether it's you're watching the news or you're seeing yet another thing is canceled or you're missing somebody, she'll look at you and smile and laugh and do something ridiculous. And it's like, that's why we jokingly call her the emotional support baby. Because it's like, when you look at her, it's like, she doesn't know. She doesn't know anything else. And she just knows that she's surrounded by people in the house that love her, that play with her, that are always around her. And she only knows that now. So... That has been like my best thing. And it's going to be, I think when we do go back to work in some capacity and when that happens, I think it's going to be a really big adjustment phase for the kids again to be away from us, even though we're working from home, like they still know we're like in the other room. I've I've been kind of thinking about that one. I'm like, my kids, my five and seven year old, they've never known me home this long ever. A vacation's never lasted this long.
1: (laughs) Right, right. And and that's what they look at. It's like, school, when are we going back to school? This is like a long spring break. Um, yes, and it's uh, and I think also we have two dogs who are not going to... They're either going to be really happy when we go back to work so they can sleep all day now, or they're really going to miss us.
0: So you and I were actually texting just because, again, like you and I know each other in a multitude of ways, but at the end of the day, you are just a good friend. And um, you had told me something that... I was pretty thrown back by and that was that you are relatively certain that you yourself had the coronavirus.
1: Yes. Yes. And, um, you know, it's hard when Kentucky, when you have all the allergies and stuff at first, you could think, oh, you know, it's just a sinus headache. And that's kind of what I thought I had. And we, as a staff had stopped, um, working, um, when they ordered the kind of the work remotely orders right right around St. Patrick's day week. And that was the last week for all of our staff being in the office. And then there were a handful of us that, that ended up within the next week, um, getting sick, all of us having different symptoms, but lasting, you know, more than a week for each of us. Um, and for, for me, um, you know, I started with like sinus, what I thought was sinus headache, cold, just really bad headaches. um, but then I lost all sense of taste and smell. And I mean, I'd had a small fever, not a high fever, but I lost literally all sense of taste and smell. And that went on for uh, like 10 to 12 days, um, you know, and, the, and my son made popcorn and I was, you know, I, and I wasn't feeling great, but it wasn't like, uh, you know, I was lucky that, it, you know, it wasn't any worse, but he made popcorn and, you know, popcorn, you could smell that through the house from a mile away. Yeah. And I couldn't smell it. I couldn't taste it. You know, I... We still had some Girl Scout cookies in the house and I would, you know, try and eat a thin mint, you know, anything like what I'm surely this is, you know, and it just went on for days. And I had a couple of my coworkers also had similar, similar symptoms. And we were all very fortunate. We weren't in the high risk category. Um, and I was never tested and actually none of us were ever tested, but we had been around people who ended up testing positive or were with people who were testing positive. Really, So we think um, there's pretty good chance that we all had it to some degree. Um, And, uh, you know, we were all at home at that time and quarantining ourselves, which is a lot of what they recommend is, you know, if, if you're not in that high risk category, it's, you know, you think you might be sick, stay home, quarantine yourself for two weeks, you know, if you get worse, go contact your doctor, that kind of thing. So we all kind of followed those rules. My sister, my sister, my sister, my sister who is a physician's assistant, assistant, who I talked to regularly, and she was, after she had started working in the clinic here in E-Town and, and testing patients, she had several come in that had similar symptoms as I did. And she said, you know, more than likely, you just, you had a, a mild case of it. And you know, I feel very lucky if, if that's all that that I had to deal with because so many have dealt with much, much worse. Um, but, you know, it affected the, the ones of us that got sick at the office. It affected us each in a different way, that and which seems it seems to with a lot of people. It, there's like a varying um, symptoms and, and impact depending on your, you know, your age and and other underlying symptoms and that kind of thing. So yeah, it was, um, it was definitely um, odd, some odd symptoms. And also my children, their school here in Hardin County was the first case in Hardin County was from their school. Oh, wow. So uh, and I, yeah, it wasn't, when a, it wasn't a classmate of theirs, but it's somebody at their school. So it's hard to say whether did I pick it up, did they happen to have it? Or, you know, were they asymptomatic and then, you know, I could have gotten it from them or um, or from, you know, some of my activities in Louisville before I started quarantining and staying home and working remotely. Um, but yeah, the, um, you know, it was just just odd and it, it kind of came out of the blue. So it wasn't, you know, your typical, oh, okay, got, take some Benadryl, it's going to go away. I mean, once the loss of taste and smell, I mean, it went on for days and the headaches would come and go. And I spent a lot of time really in bed and thankfully working remotely. When you are on conference calls, you don't have to show the camera. So I could still listen and talk from while laying in bed. And I, my husband who was still able to work um, and he's in construction was not around a bunch of people. So he was able to social distance and keep working and was also able to help take care of me and take care of our two kids and juggle that for for more than a week when I was just really not feeling good at
0: all that's like absolutely crazy I mean I have talked to some people that have said they don't know anybody who's had the coronavirus or think they have coronavirus and um I feel like the more and more that I start talking to people, the more and more I'm realizing there's a lot more people that did have it. And maybe they just like, again, like you said, stayed home, they social distanced. And I think um, a lot of the things that they're not so much saying as much on the news is that like cases like yours, most of the time, if you're not at the high risk, you are at home and you're, they're trying to heal you there. Um, and it's right. reacting so differently with different people. Um, even of the same age group. Um, So I know someone younger than you that had much worse reaction. So it just it just depends. It depends on every single person. But I mean, you just don't know. So I mean, it all makes sense as to why we're social distancing and why it is important. And you're right, could it come from your school? Could it come from work? Could it come from the gas station? Like you don't know.
1: Right. And, and I think the challenge has been and what we've seen is that they needed more testing, they needed more tools and more PPE and all that stuff to be able to keep everybody safe and to be able to test everybody because initially it's you know, if you hadn't been to China or had contact with somebody from China and you weren't that high risk group, basically they were going to, you know, it was like just quarantine yourself, call your doctor and don't go to work. Um, and, and that's pretty much what all of us that got sick did. I mean, we were already quarantining anyway. Um, my bigger concern was I didn't want to share it with my husband or my kids. So I kind of stay secluded in my bedroom most of the time. Um, and then, but have been well for over two weeks now and have not had any symptoms. So that's been great. But when I started feeling well, it, w- it took a while to get your energy back. It was, for me, it was like having the flu, which I had in early February. But it was not, it was, it was different. It was just, it was a, it was an odd odd thing to go through but i feel very lucky if that's what i had that it wasn't any worse than it
0: than i'm it sorry was. that you've had the flu and that or pot, what, whatever sickness or, uh, presumably but um not confirmed uh in the same year that is <laughs>
1: yeah the first week of february our whole family had the flu and i was out of out of the office for like a week with the flu <laughs> my kids both kids had it we had like flu a
0: and b it I had the flu a couple of years ago. It was the most sick I have ever been.
1: Yes. Yes. And it was, I, my husband says I milked it, but you know, and it was, but flu A, my son and I had flu A, my husband and daughter had flu B and they got better a lot quicker than my son and I. So I was like, flu A was so much worse. And he, he just thinks we, you know, I was being a baby about it all, but it was hard. <laughs>
0: no I can well and like that's why when I'm looking at like when I'm talking to people about their coronavirus symptoms uh, if they have had it or even just watching people when I had the flu that year it was like I had the flu then I got a sinus infection and then all of that compiled ended up in in bronchitis so then I ended up on steroids and then it was like I don't think I was fully better for about six weeks Um yeah. but by the time all of those sicknesses went away, and especially after it was just like one after another, so i I feel like based on what i 'm seeing that 's what 's happening to some people it 's like they may get the virus, but then it may lead to whether it 's respiratory issues. I know it 's obviously been one of the biggest like issues with yeah. coronavirus so yeah. i mean i 'm so glad that you are feeling better and that your family is healthier, and now you 're like two weeks past on the other side, and I knew that I wanted to talk to you eventually on my podcast just because you are affiliated with one of the things the state is most known for the country heck thunder of louisville is known throughout the world and obviously kentucky derby is known throughout the world as well and it's just been such a crazy time and i can't believe you were laying in your bed still working well
1: you know when you (laughs) it's the you know it's mid-march and you're you're planning festival whether you're planning it then or you're planning it later in the year yeah we had to keep we had to keep the ball rolling and um and i wasn't Horribly sick. It was just, you know, sometimes I'd have to say, listen, I've got a headache. I've got, I can't talk or, you know, I'm going to skip this call. But it it was nice that, you know, I didn't have to have a camera on me the whole time. Um, But we've, it's almost like we're planning three festivals. We, We planned the original festival. Now, then we started planning stuff for folks to do virtually at home. And now we're still planning for something to happen in August of September. So so we're definitely keeping busy for sure.
0: <laughs> well, and I think the thing that people don't realize is that like, if you um, have never planned large scale events before, there are so many pieces and it's not something that you can quickly move. So the fact that you guys, like you just said, if that's been three, that's a lot. <laughs>
1: But, you know, we we love our jobs and we love what we do and we love that we're doing it for the community. So, you know, that has helped keep us motivated and we like it that we're something that folks look forward to. And we're hopeful that postponing till August and September is a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel that we're all in. And um, and that's what we're pushing for. We want to keep that light on and hope that we'll still be there, um, whether, you know, it's August, September. 2021, we're still, we still want to be here for this community when we get through this. Um, and that's what keeps us going and keeps us motivated uh, to keep planning. And we're all doing it remotely and finding, you know, learning how to use Microsoft Teams and Zoom and sometimes we talk more now than we used to. <laughs>
0: well because you want that you want it to be near people i mean you and i were talking about like i, I might do like a zoom call just with like all the people at kdf that i miss you're in group chats with people and i feel like the the thing is that i do enjoy about this and i I touched on this earlier every single person in the world is currently trying to figure out zoom or ways to live stream better on facebook and instagram i mean you're talking every single tv host from whether it's local tv or jimmy fallon and stephen colbert and Today's Today Show, they're all doing it. I mean, you see Savannah Guthrie sitting in her basement and she her husband is her producer. I mean, everybody is trying to figure this stuff out and figuring out ways to do it virtually and better. So I mean, like, at least we're all like that. We're all on a learning curve. We're all not in our fancy clothes and we're in our sweatpants. So it is nice to feel that unity behind the fact that like, w- yeah. we'll figure it out together. It's fine.
1: Yeah, and I think... That's been helpful for us because when we're dealing with venues and sponsors and participants and trying to move everything around, we're all going through it together. So everybody is understanding and, you know, we're all trying to work, work it, work through it and, and work together to get to the other side. And so that has been a really great part about all this. We've always had great partners and sponsors Um and we're working with new ones now as we move it into a new time frame. But everybody's going through this together. And uh, I think it's great to see how everybody is coming together and supporting each other.
0: I totally agree with you. And I hope that, I mean, it sounds like your kids have been pretty be- well behaved during this, unless you've muted yourself at some point. Have they been pretty good?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, they've stayed. At my I've seen my husband walk through a couple of times. The kids, I've heard their footsteps running up and down the stairs, but... I'm just hoping nothing um, is broken or no walls have been colored on or or anything like that while I've, <laughs> I've been on the podcast.
0: Yes, I have had a baby wake up, chatter at me, start to cry, and a son get in trouble, but that's just within the last hour, and that's just part. Of- What it is. I know the kids can see my stress level rise when it's like, I need to be on a call. And what are you doing right now? But, um, we did this. And again, I usually do podcasts from my closet under the stairs where I'm sequestered away and no one bothers me. Um, and it's typically after my baby goes to bed, but I was like, I'm going to try to do this at a different time today. And so I'm literally sitting in the living room, probably the worst place I could be because everyone is walking through here, but. We made it happen. And I greatly appreciate you talking to me about the Kentucky Derby Festival, you, and I'm glad your kids did get to see you more for one April and May. (laughs) Um, And I'm glad you're feeling better. So I will see you once we get on the other side of this. If not, I'm setting up a Zoom and we are going to do that.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes, we need to do that. We've got a whole mom group at the festival that we try to keep each other sane through the through managing being a teacher and, and doing festival all at the same time.
0: It's so many things. You know what? At some point, I think we're all going to look back on it and we're going to go, I have no idea how we got through it, but we did. We're better for it. We're stronger because of it. Yes. Exactly. I completely do think that in a lot of ways. And sometimes I feel like I my mantra and I've said this a lot. It's just one day at a time. And in the event planning industry, that is really hard to say. Um, but it's all we can do right now. And that's okay.
1: Yeah, And you really, one day at a time, I think that, that's great. I mean, that's all we can really do. Um, as someone who uh, tried it with the, you know, the dry erase board and who's not used it for several weeks now, I mean, you just you have to kind of go with the flow right now. And all, we all do the best that we can and take it uh, one day at a time, one step at a time, and just help support each other. And we're all going to get through this together.
0: I totally agree. And Amy, thank you so much. And you're wonderful. And I cannot wait until we can wear our little pink jackets together and celebrate again like we have been for the last 12 years together.
1: (laughs) Yes, ditto. Thank you so much for having me on.